This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a delight to be with you as we conclude a week of broadcasting. And if you've been with us throughout the week, you know we're looking at Second Chronicles 20 important chapter that's as valid today as when the events that took place happened. This was in the 800 BC area. Just to summarize what we've spoken, three armies were coming against Jehoshaphat and the land of Judah. And Jehoshaphat was fearful when he heard this, but immediately he turned his attention to the Lord. He set his eyes on the Lord. And he had a a tremendous prayer that we see in 2 Chronicles 20, beginning in verse 6 and concluding with verse 12. And verse 12 really says so much to us. Verse 12 in 2 Chronicles 20, O our God, will thou not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on thee. Jehoshaphat was king of Judah, and we spoke about how Jehoshaphat prayed and followed his spiritual father's prayer, King David. And King David, he prayed to the Father in heaven, as did King Jehoshaphat. And then another king came many years later, Yeshua. King Jesus, who also prayed to his Father in heaven and taught us to pray, not to his Father, but taught us to pray to his Father by saying, Our Father. So Jesus, Yeshua, made us to be his brothers and sisters. So we see that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob Even Yeshua is the only true God. And there was a way of prayer that our fathers prayed and kings prayed and King Jesus prayed and taught us to pray, our father. And he has made us kings and priests unto God and to his father. Amen. So we encourage you to study the prayer. And what was the result of that prayer? Because when he gave it all to the Lord, 
the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, a prophet, and he said, Thus saith the Lord, Do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. God gave specific instructions, and what God did, he brought confusion to the three armies, and they actually destroyed themselves. It's really amazing. And it took three days to gather all the spoil, and then on the fourth day, everything was assembled. They went back to, Jer- to Judah and to Jerusalem. And what a result of that was that the dread or the fear of the Lord the kingdoms of the lands when they heard the Lord had fought again. Let's go over some of the key points that we see here and summarize it for, for our listeners as well as for ourselves. Number one, wouldn't you agree, Junie, that one of the key factors was prayer. When there was trouble, Jehoshaphat turned to the Lord, and he had all of the people in Judah fast and pray together. There were no spectators. They were participants in that. Secondly, Junie, when we seek the Lord, when there's trouble, when there's difficult situations, our eyes must be on the Lord. All right? So prayer, seeking the Lord, and our eyes must be on the Lord. Thirdly, The battle, most times, is not ours. It's the Lord's, and we need to give it up to the Lord because it's going to be won on a spiritual basis. Here, three armies were against them, but again, Jehoshaphat immediately saw that the battle was the Lord's, not his. And we saw from King David, when he faced Goliath, the battle was the Lord. He went in the name of the Lord his God. We saw with Moses that Moses also told the people, stand still and see the salvation of our God. So when we have trouble and it's beyond our understanding how we can bring ourselves through it or see an answer to it, we need to remember what the Lord told Jehoshaphat, what David faced, what Moses faced, and even in a real way what Jesus faced when he went to the cross, that the battle was the Lord's. You know, Junie, when you said that, I just thought of this, um, that too often we think that we can handle things, but I think of what Paul said you know, in my, I glorify my weakness. And when we admit our weakness and our need for the Lord, the Lord will step in. So and we see, Shelley, that after the battle being the Lord, there's another point that uh, Judah took the spoils. They had a natural gain when they obeyed the Lord when they saw that the battle was the Lord, when they kept their eyes on the Lord, and they prayed. It's amazing also, June, because we read in in 2 Chronicles 20, let me read that verse, verse 25. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found much among them, including goods, garments, valuable things, which they took for themselves more than they can carry, and they were three days taking the spoil because there was so much. So not only was there a victory, not only was the enemy defeated, 
but it enriched them in a very physical and natural way. So it was all, we can always say, to God be the glory. And point five was that the army returned from the battle with joy in the Lord because the Lord was with them. So the joy of the Lord was their strength, and they received joy from the Lord. You know, along with that, Junie, um, they even praised the Lord before the battle took place. That was what was amazing. Verse 19, uh, wait, verse 18. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites from the sons of the Kohites and of the sons of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a very loud voice. So again, there was an anticipation because they knew they were going to give this issue to the Lord, and the Lord was going to be victorious. So the joy was understandable even when they won the victory, but it was even going into the battle before they knew what was going to happen. There was praise and adoration for the Lord. And again, um, uh, we see that when we cry out to the Lord, he's going to devise a battle plan that we never could have imagined. I think of the verse that says, uh, the Lord's ways and thoughts are so much higher than ours. And Junie, who could have ever expected three armies united coming to, to defeat Judah and God brought ambushes against them and they defeated one another? And we see another point, Shelley, that the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of this world as a result of Jehoshaphat and Judah's victory. That's so powerful, Lord. Let me read that verse in Second Chronicles 20, verse 29. So what we do is going to have ramifications far beyond our little uh, focus of attention. Verse 29, And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of the lands, when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of it. Junie, that's so powerful. There was like a rippling effect from the event that took place with Jehoshaphat. And we saw that with King David, with uh, Goliath. We saw that with Moses, with the parting of the Red Sea. Fear came upon the whole earth. They heard about it. There weren't radios. There weren't Uh, telephones, but the whole world knew of the parting of the Red Sea and the Egyptians being gone. Again, let me read verse 27, which goes along with what we've been saying. And every man of Judah and Jerusalem returned with Jehoshaphat at their head, returning to Jerusalem with joy, for the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. And Junie, what did they do? They didn't fight. The battle was not theirs. And yet the, the joy all went, and the, and, the, and the rejoicing was because God was God in the midst of the situation. That was one of the points. And the seventh point is peace, shalom, was with Jehoshaphat and his kingdom because Jehoshaphat followed the Lord, and he was surrounded by rest on every side. Let me read that verse, June. That's the conclusion of this portion of Second Chronicles. So the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace 
for his God gave him rest on all sides. You know, just thinking out loud now, Junie, if we really want peace, it's always going to start with prayer. And may God bless us as we read this chapter over. And we encourage you to read this chapter because it's so valuable for the chaos and the trouble what we see all around us in the world. Bless the Lord. Well, this being Friday, we want to uh, relate to our own Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please say, say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. We want to thank you, Lord, because your word is true. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you showed us in Second Chronicles 20, you showed us through King Jesus. Jehoshaphat, King David. When you walked the earth, King Jesus had to pray, and we saw that even with Moses and the parting of the Red Sea. May we always pray, keep holy, our eyes on Lord. you, yes, and Lord. never forget that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes, Lord. We thank you in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.